0: Good morning, good morning. Thank you so much for joining me. This is the podcast, The Endurance of Labor Laws. I'm your lovely host, Leslie Sullivan. Today is episode 241, and this is part three of the Fair Labor Standards Act of 1938. So let's go ahead and dive into this puppy here. Today, we are going to be briefly discussing the 1961 Amendment. So this one's interesting because it it raised the minimum wage. And it also, uh, we take a look at interstate commerce, so that's really good to take a look at that, because that type of labor is, is protected by federal law, so that is very important there. So it says, the 1961 amendment added another method of determining a type of coverage called enterprise, enterprise coverage. Enterprise coverage applies only when the business is involved in interstate commerce, and its gross annual business volume is a minimum of $500,000. All employees working for enterprises are then covered by FLSA if the individual firms of the enterprise have a revenue greater than $500,000 per year. Under the original 1938 Act, a worker whose work is in the channels of interstate commerce is covered as individual. Interstate commerce is interpreted so broadly that most work is included, such as ordering, loading, or using supplies from out of state. So really important there because that directly applies to maybe like truck drivers and things like that. So those things are very important. The 1961 Amendment also specified that coverage is automatic for schools, hospitals, nursing homes, and other residential care facilities. Now, I will say this in regards to that. I've noticed that in the world of nursing homes, because I've had to process payroll for nursing homes and health care workers, it really sucks. Um, Their their wages in terms of having to process that, because a lot of them are paid really odd wages, like maybe like thirteen fifty six an hour or something or maybe eighteen twenty six an hour. And I'm like, who picks these random wages, eighteen dollars and twenty six cents? Just make it eighteen fifty or something like I found that to be really odd. But it was only for like home health workers and their wages were just all all over the place. And it just really kind of took me aback because it's like they would be paid, like, for example, a worker would be paid one wage to help out at this person's house. But then they would be paid a different wage at a different person's house. It was really bizarre. It was highly, comp- uh, highly uh, complicated. And I just thought, this is stupid. And I, it was just so frustrating. So then obviously the worker is going to be like, what am I really getting paid? You know, it's just like really weird. But for some reason, home health I don't agree with it. I just don't agree with how they operate and how they pay their workers. And, you know, home health, they have a huge problem with not being able to find people that will stay. And it's probably because they don't pay them well. And also they, they don't pay them, I would say appropriately, you know, like they, they might pay them $8 an hour to go to this person's house, but then pay them 15 to go to this other person's house. Well, it might be the exact same labor, but it's, For some stupid reason, it's determined by whose house they go to. It it just really – I noticed it ruffled a lot of feathers, and there just was a consistency in pay. And it it just really kind of surprised me, and it made it very difficult to properly process payroll. Like, we had to really double and triple check because it was just really annoying because almost all their wages were always off by a penny or a nickel or a dime, and I can't stand that. (laughs) I'm very precise. So, needs to say – it is very interesting with the home health, um, I would say, industry. I don't think it's run very well. I really don't. Um, but back to the 1961 amendment, it says coverage is also automatic for all, uh, for all governmental entities or other levels of government, no matter the size of that government. Coverage does not apply to certain entities not organized for business, such as churches and charitable institutions. The minimum wage level was, again, increased to $1.25 per hour. So again, we are seeing the minimum wage get raised, and how it applies to different, I would say, types of work in the private sector. So I just wonder if this has to deal with um, workers not really having the same kind of rights. Because you know, I look at it this way: if you can make fifty-five k a year, why would you settle for making thirty-five k a year? You know what I mean? But but your education and your background has to match those wages. So needless to say, is it important for a minimum wage to increase? Yes, of course. But again, it has to increase appropriately, meaning that it's it's realistic, it's doable, and that the pay is equal to the level of education, it's equal to the certification, and it's also equal to supply and demand. I mean, just take a look at the stock market. I mean, it's, you know, like, for example, oil and gas, we will always need oil and gas always, always, always. But the reason why it goes up and goes down is truly supply and demand and also how it's processed and also where are we purchasing it from? Like we should not be purchasing. This is just a side note. We should not be purchasing oil and gas from other countries. We have everything we need right here in the United States. So why are we looking elsewhere? It makes no sense to me. Because whenever we look elsewhere to other countries, we are paying for, for, for importing and exporting. And we are also paying a tax, a, basically an additional tax on those goods. Sorry, I'm losing my voice a little bit. Whenever you buy goods from another country, you are paying a tax on that, whether you like it or not. So not only are you paying an international tax, basically, from that country of origin, but then it's being taxed via the United States in order for that good to be sold in our country. So why are we, I just don't understand, why are we looking elsewhere for goods and services when we have everything we need right here in the United States? Like, what's the point of increasing minimum wage and making all these demands on employers for, you know, what's it called, uh, benefits and stuff, when, you know, right now, because of, what's it called, It's at the North American Fair Trade Agreement, I think it's what it's called. Uh, I think it's called NAFTA. It was signed into law by President Bill Clinton. All that did was make it so that a lot of our jobs went overseas. So basically a lot of Americans lost their jobs because of that, because of that agreement. Well, the same thing is happening today with President Biden and his stupid administration. Like they are sending jobs goods and services overseas and then we're having to pay more for the for just basic things that we need like oil and gas like think about that i mean that that is that is directly impacting our employment our labor and our wages and it's not making it better it's making it worse so basically people are getting paid less but having to pay more for goods and services that doesn't make any sense so, again, that is the stupidity of the federal government, where it's like, okay, what's the point of mandating a minimum wage if you're going to raise taxes so that it's like people barely break even or, you know, it's it's a wash. Like, it it's, they're not really making more money is what I'm trying to say, because if the cost of goods and services are so high – That you get taxed more, but you're making less money, then you're not ahead. You're actually worse off than you were before. So needless to say, is minimum wage good? Yes, but it needs to be determined by the private sector, not the federal government. Because what's interesting is that the federal government, time and time again, they will raise minimum wage, but then they will also increase taxes. (laughs) So it's not like you're really making more money. So I think that's a jip, but... That's just my opinion because I I don't like getting gypped. I mean, who does? But anyway, so I will go ahead and end this podcast. But as usual, till next time, I pray that you're happy, healthy, and whole, that you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Thank you so much. God bless and bye-bye.
1: speak So it's only left to ask It's changed to greater a task From the smallest steps, waves transform